This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you were destined to do what you're doing too. You were ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome back, ordained educators. We've spent the past episodes just focusing on motivation and inspiration. Now we're going to drill down into some more specific strategies for you as educators. In this episode, we're going to deal with practical, strategic, instructional habits. I will share what great teachers do that good teachers take for granted and less than good teachers ignore. We'll talk about three vital actionable tools that are in your educator toolbox. Yes, you already have them. You're already cognizant about them. They are planning, connecting, and executing. Let's get started. Preparation and lesson design has to be methodical. It is nothing that you just treat on a whim. You must prepare thoroughly, especially if you have scripted resources. Merely doing what the text says will land you being more frustrated and may contribute to a lack of classroom management. At this point in the year that this recording is happening, you probably are experiencing some students trying to act out. If you live in areas where the weather has a tendency to be colder and students are not able to be as active and get out and have as much sunlight as they need or typically have, then this can also be a problem. So preparation is so very vital. In preparing, you want it to make it make sense. Yes, that's the term that children use now. Make it make sense. So in other words, simplify. Simplify and ensure that all learners have an opportunity to grasp the knowledge. Be intentional and methodical with everything. I will repeat, with everything, be methodical and intentional. It has to make sense and you have to prepare for that. Make it connect to your audience. Your audience are your students, whether they're young students, middle-aged students, or you're working with adult learners. It all is the same. You have to make connections, especially make sure that students have times and opportunities to discover on their own. The learning process is better when you are more involved. It doesn't have to be in every lesson, but it should be as often as possible. Make sure there's time for those connections to happen with your audience. Connections. Connections are so very important. As people, we respond to connections. So build relational capacity in everything that you do. Students that know that you care, care to work harder, especially if you're working with small children. Children really have the tendency to be where they want a desire to make you happy. So their learning is more than just making you happy. Their learning is something that they need to have that's intrinsic. But for the most part, young, young, very young 
children. They want to please. They want to satisfy. So when you make those connections with them, they will have that. Just think for a moment. Think about the time that you connected with family members, your parents, uh, your siblings. What makes those memorable moments? Well, it's connections. So make sure their light is fully lit up. When you're educating, you need to light up. For administrators, leaders, coaches, you have to do the same thing because again, your audience is your staff. So you wanna make sure everything that you do, light them up. Because when they're fully lit, you will have them. You will have them in a place of desirable learning. If it's not, ask yourself an important question. If you're not lighting a spark for others, ask yourself this very important question. How am I making this classroom or the setting, again, if you're a coach or an administrator, how am I making this classroom a place of safety, a risk-taking environment? You see, people will really connect and learn better when they know that they're in a risk-free environment. So you have to establish that and set that up. And you do that by the connections that you make. Know your audience passionately. Know the twerks, know the ups, know the downs. And you do that by getting to know whoever your learning group is. So if it's children, then making sure that you know the things about those children that's going to inspire them. And if it's adults, again, what connections can you make to make sure you intimately get to know them so that you can have a better learning curve with them? Then be present. Be there. I once had a training um, that we did. It was called Fish. And if any of you know about it, um, it started from a fish market out of Seattle, Washington. And then they went on to do professional development with Fortune 500 companies, educational institutions. And when they videotaped this group of people, they were amazed at how much they had fun just working in a fish market. And one of their objectives is to be present, to be there. A lot of times we're not there for other people. We're physically there, but we're not emotionally there. We're not mentally there. And when you're working with students, whether they're, again, young students or adult students, they can tell when you're not there, especially young children. They have a way of knowing, of noticing a phony in a heartbeat. They can pick you out. They know genuine love. As humans, we're drawn by connections. We're visceral ever before we are rational or intellectual. So make sure you're spending time being visceral. Make those connections. Make every moment that you're in the presence of a student, make it memorable and make it something that is outstanding. Allow students to organically get involved. Take time to plan out time for interactions with their peers. This is vital. One of my favorite quotes or mantras that I've used down through the years as an educator is, no man is an island. 
We learn better and have better outcomes when we strategically cooperate and have substantive dialogues. Make time for the substantive dialogues. And then finally, our third point, execution. Develop your objectives, learning targets, I can statements or objectives, whatever you want to call them. But just know they're not cutesy things for a board, for a display, for a staff meeting. They serve a purpose. They focus the mind and they allow the brain to know what to expect. So drill down and make sure that these are understandable as well as they're very clear, they're articulated, and they are part of your daily routine. When we know what's expected, when we know what's going to be in front of us, whether we're sitting in an informal situation or a formal situation, even as adults, we're clearly more focused when we know someone's intentions and motives. As educators, we have to do the same. Make sure you set the objectives clearly, understandable, and with some fun. So that goes into my next point. Set the lesson. It's good sometimes to do something that's out of the way that demonstrates the learning objective, but not just any old thing. For example, Include a song, a chant, a rap, a rhyme, dressing up, having props, holding the props, reviewing prior knowledge, but in an exciting way, not just monotonely talking about what did we do the last time. Allow dancing, movement, etc. Anything that includes the three modalities of learning, such as tactile, auditory, or visual, is very great because it will draw in all the learning styles. So you won't be prone to losing out because again, they just didn't get it because it didn't connect with how they learned best. Make the time to methodically set the lesson and have fun. Teach like nobody is looking or like it's your last time. Each time, be more passionate. In life, my goal is always to treat every day as if it could be my last. Now, don't get me wrong. I plan on living a long, full life. But at the same time, I don't want to take the gift of life for granted. So as educators, don't take teaching for granted. Teach like it's your last opportunity. Teach like somebody's life is drowning. Teach like it is important to that person that you're educating. You see, the students that are put in front of you, whether they're teeny tiny, adults, or young people, they need you to execute. And it is important to them because whatever you have to provide to them or give to them is vital for them. Make sure you execute with excitement and enthusiasm. Think about the boring things you learned in college. Now think about the great moments, your most memorable moments. I guarantee you, you will not say that they were the boring things that motivated you. So don't do that to others. Let's not repeat that insanity. Be enthusiastic about what you're instructing on and that passion will catch on. Remember, you're a fire. 
Enjoy your labor of work. After you've done those three vital things in your toolbox, I guarantee you, you will see some immediate results. Check for understanding often as well. That's something that we forget to do. If you taught it and they didn't grasp it, then technically you didn't teach it. Their learning is your responsibility as well as theirs. Often as an administrator, I've heard teachers say, well, they don't want to learn. I disagree with that statement. As humans, we have a natural curiosity for things. I would challenge you to figure out how to get that curiosity sparked. Just think about it. Have you ever seen teachers on social media and news that have just showed that mojo? Well, you have it too. They are no different from you. We all have the same opportunities. We just have to sharpen our abilities and learn to leverage the tools in our toolkit. Yes, you have a toolkit and you have mojo. You just got to tap into it. Join us on the next episode because we're going to drill down further as we talk about how to get that mojo and use that toolbox. You got it. I know you do. I believe in you. You're an ordained educator after all. It's not happenstance that you do what you do because you were designed for this vocation. The fact that you are listening to this podcast lets me know that you take teaching and educating seriously. You are a learner and you desire to improve and sharpen your skill set. So go for it. Coach me and I will learn. Challenge me and I will grow. Believe in me and I will win. You are a winner. Thank you for listening today. Please subscribe to our podcast and we'd love your comments and feedback. Our information is listed in our show notes. This podcast episode was brought to you by Ubuntu Press. You can find out more at www.ubuntupress.org. Ubuntu means I am because we are.